Welcome to uh, an unconfirmed transactions and an unscheduled broadcast. I'm here with Need Money of Pepe Vote. If you are following Pepe, I'm sure you've heard of it, but it's it's new, it's fresh, and we needed to get to the bottom of it today. I'm also joined here by Dante and Skrilla, also of the counterparty uh, flavor and milieu. Um, milieu. Yeah, it's fancy. Why don't you guys give a little what up so we can uh, get going? What up? What up, guys? Uh, I don't have my normal voice today because uh, I'm under the weather, but what can you do? Check out Art on the Blockchain podcast if you know what's good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... Yeah, I need money. So I reached out to you just because I've been I've been seeing the Pepe vote thing develop, and um, it's it's gone to the point where you have a very functional website. I think you're you're just doing the the wallpaper basically at this point, but um, and the testing obviously. But what, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Pepe vote is, and then we'll we'll come back and talk a little bit little bit about like why it came about. Yeah. Okay. Um, Pepe vote is a democratized uh, digital art curation platform. Uh, eventually, this can be abstracted to a generic uh, counterparty asset shareholder voting platform, uh, almost like a board of directors. So if you were to tokenize a security, you'd be able to vote on particular initiatives and uh, actually get a poll of what the shareholders think. Um, right now, uh, Rare Pepes are probably the most uh, prolific community in the counterparty space. And as such, if you actually want to build a platform on Counterparty and get users, you should appeal to that community. Uh, so, of course, I'm building a uh, art curation platform because the Rare Pepe Foundation decided to shut down submissions. I don't blame them. They were starting to get a bit stale and tired. Uh, but I, I thought that there was uh, room for a change. Yeah, most of the people that are listening to this are going to know about it, but... Recently, the the scientists put a was a paste bin or something like that. Yeah, uh, you a, can read it out loud. Let me go and get a link. Is it short? Is it a short thing? Yeah. Yeah. While he goes look and looking for that, basically, what there it is. Great, found it. I'll, and I'll edit some of this later, or I won't. <laughs> um, Rare Pepe Foundation official letterhead. A letter from the scientists. Since rare pepes were first, am I saying it right? I always say rare pepes, and people think it's. I say pepes. Okay, I like to give it like a little French Canadian accent. Um, Since rare pepes were first discovered on the Bitcoin blockchain in September of 2016, we have worked tirelessly to verify both rareness and dankness for the rare pepe trading community. Over the last 18 months. We have certified nearly 1,800 Pepe's as rare and have listed each one and its likeness in the Rare Pepe directory. Today, we are hanging up our lab coats and closing down the book on future submissions to the Rare Pepe directory. It's been a fantastic journey, honing our craft and discovering the cataloging and cataloging new Rare Pepe's. We have no doubt that Rare Pepe trading will continue to thrive with every existing Pepe becoming more rare as time moves forward. The Rare Pepe directory and Rare Pepe wallet will continue to be maintained as an homage to this moment in time and internet history. Your friends, the Rare Pepe scientists. 
So that was posted into the chat. It's I think it's still pinned to the top on March 24th. So that makes it, you know, only 10 days old, something like that. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, they announced this about 10 days ago. And so what what was your reaction when you, when you saw that? Um so uh, as the uh, Pepe experiment had been running, I had uh, the idea of uh, maybe using Pepe Cash Holdings to vote on uh, new Pepe's, and I suggested that to uh, Mike at the time, and he you know, was not really amenable to the concept. It made sense because there was uh, still a rare Pepe Foundation. Everything was going fine. Nobody had any reason to look elsewhere. But once the scientists hung up their coats, there was still clearly a demand for rare pepes. And I decided, you know what, if uh, there's ever a time to go and actually build this platform, it's now. So I did a quick draft of a Google Doc on a basic outline of how it would work and then just started building. Now we're here. So one of the things, I asked for some questions in the Pepe boat uh, chat before we started talking here. And as I just read out that note, it seems like the note's written in such a way to suggest that this is the end and uh, there will be no future rares and the ones that exist now will get more rare, as if they maybe wanted to put an end to the, um, the creation of new ones. Um, and so the question, I, I don't know, maybe you disagree with that, but that seems to be how it's kind of phrased. Um, Mike so, did not have uh, a monopoly on rare Pepe's when he created the Rare Pepe Foundation, and he does not have a monopoly now that they've shut down. Uh, they existed before he started curating, and they will exist afterwards. And I mean, you, you can uh, look at it how you want, but I don't think he has any right to say that uh, submissions are now closed, this is it. That's this, that's for the community to decide, and the community clearly doesn't want it to end because otherwise there wouldn't be the interest in this platform that there is. Okay, yeah, yeah. But um, so, so would you consider this? It's not sanctioned necessarily, but it's like it doesn't need to be sanctioned. Basically, is what, you, what you're saying? Yeah, the community is going to decide if these Pepe's are canonical or not. Um, the your Pepe uh, wallet operator needs to decide whether to add an actual section for it, and uh, the person making the game uh, for Pepe Party needs to also decide whether to integrate these new assets as first-class cards to be used in the game. Have they chimed in yet on that? Uh, I have spoken with them privately, but I will let them uh, speak up. They, they have indicated uh, that they are favorable towards the idea if the community actually adopts it. So this is uh, pending community approval. If, if there is no central curator, then who is going to curate rare pepes? And the, the clear answer is the rare pepe community. Uh, unfortunately, via risk of Sybil attacks, et cetera, there's no particularly easy way to actually get a representative vote of uh, anybody who's involved. And so the second thing that I realized was, well, if you're involved in the rare pepe community, people either are holding Pepe cards or Pepe cash and generally flipping between the two. If you sold your Bitcoin or counterparty, I, I think it's fair to say that you should get no vote in uh, the future of the direction of the ecosystem. But otherwise, the people who are involved in the community, the people who actually have the assets in question, should uh, potentially be able to determine the future direction of the, of the project. Is this like a 
a stake system? Would you consider a stake system or a stake voting? Um, it, it is, you could consider it stake-based voting, but I wouldn't consider it a proof of stake system because the stake is not used for uh, consensus in the traditional sense. Yeah. And, and do you have like an interest in this concept of liquid democracy or do you subscribe, subscribe to anything like that or? Um, I think liquid democracies would be kind of interesting. Uh, I could implement it. I have a slightly uh, similar variant integrated on Pepe vote right now for vote delegation. But the intent of that was to allow people who have cold storage addresses that store their assets to delegate their voting power to another empty address so that they wouldn't actually have to crack out their cold storage. By having the people with stake and interest and I guess the, the funds um, vote on the most interesting ones, it, it does have like this dynamic where, I mean, hopefully, the ones that are selected are the most um, likely to be liquid or something like that. Does that make sense? Is that what you're going yeah, for? Yeah, the ones, the ones that, uh, the people who have Pepe Cash uh, and, and Pepe Cards, even the people who've bought lots of cards through Pepe Cash um, are going to vote for the stuff that they themselves want to purchase. It's not just based on, oh, I think this looks cool or this uh, fits my worldview. It's people voting for what they actually want. Um, these are the people who actually have their money on the line. So, and does does the voting take place on the chain, or is that in a database based on chain data? Uh, so this was an explicit design decision that I made in the beginning. Uh, I could have actually fully decentralized the system uh, via counterparty broadcasts, where people mm -hmm. have to make a Bitcoin transaction in order to vote. And I decided that particular design constraint was not. Uh, going to be particularly amenable to the community because if voting has a cost, it's going to significantly discourage people's participation. Um, and as well, the voting such, already has a cost. But yes, but the on um, this would be an ongoing cost. I, I see if you have a digital card album and you want to participate in various games, you can just go and sign a message. If I see this in the same way, you have your assets. You've already paid for them. You shouldn't have to pay again to vote. Um, so every every week, um, the plan is to sign, um, send a signed broadcast into the blockchain that can be picked up by clients that contains the Merkle root of all of the individual signed messages that uh, went into a vote for a particular week um, so that I can actually have it be auditable the intra-week. If people actually disagree with my curation, they could go and uh, lock onto some, some other uh, person who provides the Merkle root. But... Eventually, I want this to be on IPFS so that it can be a standalone application. And I'm just providing a feed of uh, the current submissions directory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, so when, when will there be cards? Like, when does it start? Are we, is, if someone, right now it's an alpha, are the alpha cards going to be, uh, no. Okay. The alpha cards are uh, periodically wiped as I'm doing development. Um, I haven't wiped them yet, but uh, they should not be expected to actually be kept through this emission process. Um, and as far as when this is actually going to start, when everything is done, uh, yeah. as far as code goes, I mean, the, the standard is take how long you think it's going to take and multiply by three. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I could give you a solid date. <laughs> As far as uh, collectors are concerned, what, what do you, how do you think they should consider this? Is it, is it um, 
like a separate collection? Like, are are we starting at one again, or is it like seventeen hundred and seventy-five? Uh, the first card. Yeah. So this is not. Uh, I, I since this is, I, I would consider it not to be called the Rare Pepe Community Gallery, because since this is a democratic process, we cannot prevent submissions that are not Pepe related from being accepted. Uh, and that kind of uh, shifts things. Um, I, I, I don't think that it would be right to actually integrate these into the uh, same set of series as the current Rare Pepe directory has. If this was to be integrated in Rare Pepe, well, it would probably be a, be a separate section called the uh, Rare Pepe Community Gallery something similar. Mm -hmm. And then of course, uh, John Vilar needs to decide if the community gallery cards uh, are getting included in the game. So most people um, knew, you know, they come onto these type of platforms. They want to get the rarest cards, like cards one, two, three, probably. How are you going to decide who makes those cards? And obviously it's a vote, but I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, wrap my head around it. Like who, what is it? Like the most popular Pepe person is going to get the vote for that or what, what's going on? Uh, so every single address has voting power. Uh, you mm -hmm. get a number of votes based on how many cards you have uh, and a number of votes based on how much Pepe cash you have. And each of those are mutually exclusive categories. Uh, every week, uh, there are two cards that are accepted. One is based off of a weighted Pepe cash vote uh, majority and the other it is uh, a weighted Pepe card vote majority. So if this community actually you know does work and everything goes as according to your vision probably then I imagine when it's time to announce the first the first two cards then um, people are going to be all up in the PMs trying to sway sway votes and stuff right? Oh sure. I mean, that's, that's, that's politics that's the game. for you. That's the uh, game. However, however um, I, I think that by restricting the number of cards that can be accepted a week to two, uh, the amount of competition is going to be significant enough uh, that any votes that you could buy wouldn't even guarantee that you'd be able to uh, potentially get in or convince. Like it's, it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Let's talk about that, that change, because two a week is significantly less than Rare Pepe is yeah, that's bad. temporary at the moment. We'll, we'll see if that actually pans out and what people want. But at least for a couple of weeks initially, two is fine. Okay, so basically you see your role as helping to maybe um, host the platform, um, do some Merkle, Ray, Merkle Roots, uh, get, it, get it stood up, um, but you're, you're very community uh focused which is good um but you seem to agree that the scientists were correct in a way to shut down because of the you said they, they were gonna, there's some exhaustion you were saying maybe uh yeah as one of the scientists told me in a private message the collection had jumped the shark a couple times uh so to speak it had it was the same set of people uh, releasing either similar art or um, whatever. Like, well, all the cards were recycling amongst the, the same crowd. There was no new blood. And... Um, what about, so some of the people are mentioning like this encourage hoarding or um, 
is there any way to prevent whales from railroading their assets through and things like that? How do you feel about that? Because some cards have a much higher issuance, uh, which but they might have like very low value or you know. Uh, yeah. So um, in this system, uh, every card, at least currently, uh, gets a proportionally equivalent number of votes. They get a thousand votes apiece. Uh, if you have a tenth of a percent of the issuance of a card, you get one vote. Um, so even if you make an asset that is an issuance of 10,000 or an asset that is an issuance of 100, they both have the same amount of voting power. Okay, what about for Pepe Cash? Is, is that just straight up? Yeah, that's, um, so I gave uh, Pepe Cash 1 million votes and then divided the million votes out amongst the 700 million existing Pepe Cash. So each okay. one gets uh, slightly more than one vote. So you have like a, a bicameral setup where the cards are and the Pepe Cash is the Congress? Uh, it's, so that would imply that it would have to pass from one to the other to actually get accepted, whereas both of them are... Uh, oh, geez, don't take it too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just stewing on it, though. Then um, how are people taking The Pepe Cash so distribution... Uh, the Pepe Cash distribution is uh, quite noticeably more skewed than the distribution of Pepe cards in terms of... Uh, who owns them and how much voting power any individual would get. Uh, and if that actually becomes a problem, as you mentioned with Wales railroading cards, I could probably merge the Pepe Cash and the Pepe card votes into one uh, to dilute the power of Pepe Cash um, and just have the uh, aggregate accept two cards. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens over time. Benji's in the chat here, the question, he's saying that there's currently 79 members of the Pepe vote chat how does the community signal if they want or don't want this to happen? Is there a threshold for what you'd consider to be the community? If there's only 100 people supporting at launch, will that be representative of the community saying, do this or don't do this? How do you feel about that? Is there something? Is there some conditions by which you would decide that it was um, not worth moving forward on? Uh, yeah, so um, basically I am, uh, evaluating the success of the platform based on how much the existing uh, RepePe developer community has buy-in to it. So if uh, RepePe party indicates that they think there has been enough community support to integrate these assets into their game, and RepePe wallet has indicated that uh, they are willing to integrate this as a section into their wallet, I'm, I think that that, that alone probably indicates that uh, it's got enough buy-in um, those developers would need to decide whether uh, it would be stepping on toes or not, or whether it's actually worth their time to implement. But I'm not necessarily sure that the individuals even need to have a vote. Like, if I'm, I'm giving them a vote. Well, well how about this? Um, what do you think about the fact that the scientists have made this letter and basically announced that they're no longer going to be certifying rares um, rather than? Um, just passing that on to whoever felt like, you know, doing that by some process, whether, whatever it may be versus what they've done. Um, you know, would, wouldn't that kind of, or, you know, well, just talk on that for a second. Um, I mean, they decided not to uh, for whatever reason that they decided to not hand it off to an individual, um, probably due to the volume of uh, sends. Um, it, I, I don't think that particularly matters as much as uh, that they did. 
Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's like a what if. Or- yeah. I mean, this 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 is what happened. I'm I'm running with the events that have unfolded. Yeah. Skrill, are you big into the the Pepe scene? I know I know you manage DJ Pepe. How do you feel about this? Like, what's your feelings on the decision and the and what do you think about the potential for Pepe vote? Um, I was I was into the first series of Pepe, the first ten series, pretty heavy, even the first twenty. But uh, yeah, I, I think it got watered down. Submissions got watered down. The I don't know. This became less about kind of how it started and just more about just pumping out quantity. And I kind of feel the scientists, like it kind of just got a little bit boring. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like, I, I, I like the Pepe cards, like, you know, a lot of them. Um, about forking it or however Need Money did it. Um, it was all a surprise to me. I, I mean, I'm not mad at it. Um, interested to see how he takes it. I, I'd be, I'm kind of skeptical about how how much further it can keep going without like some kind of like game development or something going on. Cause that's kind of what I felt a lot of people were waiting on uh, the game. And I know um, John got caught up with uh, some other business he's working on too. And he's in fucking gangland in Venezuela. So it's a little tough, but um, yeah, I, I think that's what the, the Pepe community is going to need some kind of reason for these cards to be useful. There needs to be some kind of utility involved. Um, collecting cards is good, but I, th- I don't think it's going to draw in too many more new people. Um, I don't know. That's kind of my thought. I don't really know. I'm, I, I'm learning all about this Pepe vote on this call, so um, it's all <clears throat> it's all kind of new to me. But um, you know, it's an experiment that I think uh, is cool. Are you, in, um, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds what's. I mean, I've been going to several meetups here in New York City and. Rare digital art is a very, it's seemingly very busy, interesting topic right now. Uh, you got the the rare. Um, there's a guy group doing the rare thing. There's like this Codex protocol. Um, there's a lot of people looking to curate and create galleries and stuff. And yeah. Money. It seems like you were saying that this could be abstracted to other things too. So even if, even if it doesn't have its intended purpose with Pepe, or you don't get the buy-in you need, you were saying how it could be more generally used anyways is that right uh yeah so if uh, a company decides to use counterparty uh, to tokenize their uh, shares of their company as a security they can use this platform as a uh, general shareholder democratic voting platform like a board of directors yeah counterparty's got a, a little bit of a history dante are you there at the uh there's the Ben. I mean, the, when they used to do community directors, that would be a vote. Uh, there'd be a vote token. FLDC did a couple of votes. Um, have you? Do you have, are you familiar with those? Need money? Have you seen those? I have not. Yeah, Dante, do you remember yeah, the vote? No, of involved? course. Um, most of these elections were done with uh, voting based on how much uh, XCP you voted with. So it was very, you know, it was it, it, it was probably similar in that way. I I remember seeing we did broadcasts once. It was like you broadcast a number, or I've seen like yeah. this candidate's address, like send your vote tokens to the address. Uh, oh, okay, maybe in the beginning that I think you maybe you got vote tokens. I 
I don't remember if Counterparty did that per se, but I know that there were other projects that would provide vote tokens. Uh, I think one of the projects might have been uh, Swarm, if you remember that. Sure, yeah. Well, it makes yeah. sense. I think what Need Money is doing makes sense because it does reduce the friction of, the, of of paying the fees and using a wallet and stuff like that. It's like right, but a afterward, then uh, you know, counterparty uh, when they had a foundation, uh, they would do they would do these broadcasts for for the voting. So based on you 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 would have to. Uh, you couldn't use your XCP from that address. They would calculate uh, not only how much XCP you had, but also how many you committed to each particular candidate, to each vote. And it was strictly on a broadcast basis. And then they would kind of uh, sum it up, you know, toward the end of the uh, the uh, voting period. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, there was a lot of pushback on some of that because it, it, it I, I guess it was uh, a lot of people wanted to demonstrate how how gameable it was you know how did someone Roger Flaporian asks how do you anticipate new art this new method will affect amateur artists I think it's going to be much uh, more difficult for the amateur artists to get their art submitted uh, and in the same sense uh, I actually think that that's probably not a bad thing. Increasing the barrier to entry is going to increase the quality of the submission significantly. Um, if we're looking for a solid curated gallery full of pieces people actually want to buy, I mean, reducing the volume of submissions is probably one of the easiest ways to achieve that. And then somebody asks, is this not a, is this not in any way a quick Pepe Cash liquidating scheme? Are you trying to encourage hoarding while you dump into the Pepe? Is that what's <laughs> happening here? I mean, whatever I say here, uh, if I was trying to do that, I probably wouldn't admit it. All right, it's a decent answer, decent answer. I had to ask it. I mean, I'm just I mean, people uh, can make their assumptions all they want. Uh, if they have a problem with it, they should shut up and actually push some code. Need, need money with the direct response there. Do, do you guys have any questions or comments? I, I, I think we'd round this out. This is a good chat though, you know, a little bit of, because it's so new and I don't think a lot of people really, like Skrilla just found out about it on this chat here. Um, and DJ Pepe is prolific, so I don't know. I hope this, <laughs> I, I, I hope this I, I, helps. I see, I see Need Money in the chat rooms putting it out there, but I just haven't uh, gone in the chat and done, I'm in the chat, but I haven't looked much. But um, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, I think Need Money is onto something. I don't think Need Money is a scammer. Honestly, I don't know him that well, but just from uh, Telegram interactions, he doesn't seem like a scammer. And it seems like it's it's too early to tell whether or not it's gonna it's gonna keep it going. It's gonna renew the interest or improve the quality or any of those things. But I think it's at least you know an honest attempt at it. Uh, I have a question for Need Money. So is it correct that there was about 1,800 uh, Red Pepe's that were approved by the uh, scientists? Uh, yes, that is correct. Okay. So do you have any idea how many were submitted and were rejected? 
Uh, no, I don't. You're going to have to ask the uh, curators that they didn't yeah, well, share that information. Okay. Yeah, I My had very no idea. first Pepe was rejected. My very first one ever. I'm going to submit that, by the way. So it's at it's minimum one. It's one of my favorites, too. Yeah, right. It was too racy. Which one was that? It's called Two Live Pepe, and it features uh, Uncle Luke and his hose, and it has a nice caption on it. But I think that uh, Mike thought that it had too much, too much ass cheek on it. But um, I disagree. No, you can't have right. too much ass cheek on a card. Right. Yeah, they were big down here in Miami. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Uncle Luke. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Yeah, banned in the USA. Right. Which is perfect right. for a Pepe. That's why I made it the first one. Anyway. So it's interesting uh, that no one really knows. I, I, and I'm not questioning anything about it. It's just that I'm, I'm surprised that it operated uh, where there were rejections and no one ever had any uh, visibility to uh, those rejections. Oh, I, yeah, there was actually some visibility. Uh, Ground Beef Taxi had a couple rares that were rejected initially, and he tried to make his own uh, black market rares room and co-opt people into it. Like, it was, there was a whole thing in the early days. Dirty game, dirty game. You know, like that, that, that reminds me of a comment that I saw in your chat, and it was like, the way that the scientists worked is that you couldn't share the image unless it was certified. And if it was posted and not certified, then it was like, that's gross. Like that's not, a, that's not appropriate. Uh, but with yours, people see the submissions um, even if they don't become certified. Do you, do you feel like that is going to change the dynamic in a, in a good or bad way? Uh, I don't think it's going to change the dynamic in a bad way because um, I'm planning on linking the image hash uh, to the address that initially went and tried to perform the registration. And so no other address is going to be able to utilize that image hash for a future asset. Um, so necessarily the same image will only be able to be submitted by the same person. I can see people missing the, the, the thrill of the secrecy and the reveal and all that. But, yeah, uh, that was part of the game. Unfortunately, I'm not sure that it's going to be possible to. Yeah, you know, I hear you. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. Well, gentlemen, I really enjoyed this talk. I think um, I'd like to wrap this up, though. Uh, put it on my SoundCloud, and uh, we'll distribute it soon. Obviously, feel free to keep talking after this if you want. Um, but I got to run. So this was been a unscheduled, unauthorized, uncertified, unconfirmed transactions broadcast. I'm here with Need Money, Skrilla, and Dante, who can fight over their exits and shoutouts now. Yeah, have a good evening, guys. Okay, peace out. I'm going to stop the recording. So, uh, good night, everybody.
I like the 